0: super talk mississippi media production
1: come see your locally owned and operated linton glass for all your glass needs no matter what glass you need to replace you can count on linton glass call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
3: Welcome, everyone, to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. Happy New Year. Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino, in the Super Talk studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. First Monday of the year, 2022. Rolling right into it here, Rhino. How are you, sir? Howdy, howdy. Did you have a good uh, holiday? Good weekend?
2: Oh yeah, for the most part. Didn't uh, didn't get a whole lot done. Didn't want to do a whole lot. Just wanted to be a little lazy and ring in the new year that way. But uh, I did raise a toast at eleven fifty nine to the late <laughs> great Betty White. How about that?
3: Ninety nine. Uh, just a few days out, right, from
2: I am. I'm. I'm in the group where I'm arguing that we she made it to a hundred. Okay. Because there's three hundred and sixty five days in a year. Yeah. She lived a ripe old age of 36,508 days. Incredible. Which means, if you do the math, that's 100 years and 8 days. Okay. If you don't include leap years.
3: (laughs) It's a stretch, but we'll we'll give you a little leeway on that one. Quite uh, Quite the person. I mean, such a complete person. So revered and loved by so many. And a career that, that spanned several decades, obviously. You know, I, I being an old game show junkie, it, it also calls to mind that she was married to the late, great Alan Ludden, longtime host of Password. But sad and sorry to see her go. Wow, what a full, complete, and long life, though, Miss White had. Hmm. In California, how about this? Some good news to kick off the year, dead gummit. A mother in California gave birth to twins. One was born in 2021 and the other 2022. How about that? So you got twins in the family and they have different birthdays. p.m. on December 31st, out came the first little one. And the second, 15 minutes later, on January 1. I thought that was fairly interesting. Fatima Madrigal is the mother's name. The the, uh, mother had these twins. How about that? I thought that was cool. The um, You couldn't write it up that way, could you? Folks are getting stuck in airports, though. More cancellations. It ain't looking good, flying. Besides COVID, you got the weather. Speaking of weather, were we in shorts last week? Late last week. Oh, yeah, yesterday I was I was
2: kind of cracking up every time I opened the weather app because it was getting colder and colder throughout the day, and the hottest it was all day was at 12.01 a.m., <laughs> which was 70 degrees. Jeez. It just kept dropping and dropping and dropping, and it dropped in my neck of the woods from straight up 70 Yeah. at, at midnight when it transitioned from Saturday into Sunday. It dropped from there. To 28 was the lowest I saw it last night.
3: 28. Well, what what's it look like today? Rest of the week you're you taking. Uh, that, supposed
2: yeah. to be depending on where you are in the Magnolia State. You're going to see lows overnight and in the early morning in the 20s and 30s. Okay, with uh, wind chill ranging anywhere from the single digits for some parts of the Magnolia State to right around normal air temperature, and then. Your afternoons are about as warm as it's going to get, and it doesn't look like it's going to get above 60, 65 for the majority of the state. Okay.
3: Well, it's that time of year. It feels like January. Yeah, supposed to be. It was a little weird, honestly. I was down in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. That was a lot of fun. The uh, outcome of the game didn't go quite the way we hoped and planned, but what a blast it was. You know, I guess what I noticed about New Orleans, I love New Orleans. My family, originally from New Orleans, spent a whole bunch of time there, was based in the New Orleans office of the firm that I I worked for, straight out of school. And it just, I, I don't mean to be critical of a city like this, because New Orleans is still a great city with great people. But man, the trash was everywhere. Just more so than I've seen, remember seen. And the homeless folks, even on Canal Street, now typically you'll see them kind of off of the Central Business District, but just laying on a sidewalk on Canal Street there. I hadn't seen that before. And the other thing I noticed is on the boulevards, around Canal Street, the Central Business District. The interstate, I-10 there, that feeds the CBD, the ramps, the lights are all out, or a good bit of them. And I, you know, I don't mean to be anal-retentive like that, but in a city, big city like that, I just think you need all the light. It'd make me feel better. But Carrollton Avenue went down through there. My, My grandfather was uh, a general contractor back in the 20s, 30s, and uh, is known for being involved in the construction of some of the notable structures in New Orleans. One of those is the Shane Funeral Home, if you've ever seen that. It's on canal near the intersection of Carrollton Avenue. And rode by that, just to take a look, Still as beautiful as ever. It's an incredible stately Spanish-themed structure. Just beautiful. But I just noticed all the lights are out. And the other thing I noticed is the number of abandoned buildings all over the place. It's, uh, it's just a shame to see that, honestly, uh, the deterioration of a city like that. And you could sit here and analyze it. To the cows come home, right, what the causes for that are. But it doesn't look like it's getting fixed. I think that's the main thing I would note. Also, went to the Pancake House there on Canal Street for a little pregame snack. So they're still in COVID mode. Did have to show vaccination. But I just showed the, the digital card. That you can log on, you can authenticate to I think it's my IR Mobile is what the who Mississippi has a partnership with. And authenticated to that. So you could show it, but you could show anything, honestly. I mean, she didn't cross check that with my photo ID, for example, to make sure that truly did belong to me.
2: Yeah, it's not like the, the bouncers nowadays. It's Significantly tougher to get in anywhere with a fake ID because the bouncers all have those little digital scanners and they flip your ID around and scan the barcode or swipe it. Okay. And they check it. That way it's like, okay, this is valid. This is real. Yeah.
3: Which is... They
2: don't have anything for that for vaccination
3: cards. So it's pretty much, if you could just show anything that looked like vaccination credentials, you're in. The other thing I noticed, just being observant, is that there's nothing on the tables. No no napkins, no salt and pepper, no syrup in those syrup servers, you know, the little containers that got the lever on it, you push back to pour syrup. So, and no silverware, plasticware. Plates, real plates, plasticware utensils, and... Syrup comes in the little cups with the caps on them, the tops on them. Soda, salt, and pepper, all disposable. And I just wonder if that is a function of being shorthanded in the kitchen, in washing. The other thing is the... Or did they just
2: stock up when they were going to go only and they're trying to use it all up? I don't know, honestly.
3: It could be either. I didn't ask, and I felt it wasn't terribly crowded. It was 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, Not now, generally after the a game, time you get pancakes. That's right. But after the game's a line a mile long. But the other thing I noticed is that the front cash register, because you typically pay at the register, right? You're seated by a hostess or host uh, right there. Well, they've converted that at, until in, into a drink service station, if you will, to kind of keep it out there. It's just weird. I, Half the place was blocked off with seats, so you couldn't sit in that area. Uh, all, I guess, a function of the labor shortage is, is the best I could tell. Didn't ask, but I'm ready for all this crap to be over. I just put it that way. Break time here on Middays. We appreciate you so much for joining us. Captain Chris Turnipseed, the director of the MHP Public Affairs Division, is next.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 45. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low all the way down to 27. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 55. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 64. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
0: Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smartbed effortlessly adjusts in response to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. Save up to $1,000 on Sleep Number 360 smart beds. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. Special financing subject
5: to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.
6: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
7: Are you the parent of a 2-7 to year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse. The Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com/radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com/radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning.
8: Her here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson,
0: ninety-seven point three. Now back to middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk, Mississippi, on this first Monday of the year 2022. Joining us now, Captain Chris Turnipseed, the director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol Public Affairs Division. Good morning, Captain. Thanks so much for joining us today.
9: Good morning, Gerard. How are you doing today? Checking my audio. Is my audio good this morning?
3: We're good. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, yes, sir. First, Happy New Year to you.
9: Man, Happy New Year, and what a change in uh, days here in the last few, few days here. It's pretty brisky this morning. <clears throat> it is indeed, but it's more like it
3: should be this time of year. So uh, i I got to say that I've welcomed the change with open arms in this case. It just seemed a little weird being so warm in uh, late December and around the holidays and so forth. But we are so glad you were able to uh, check in with us this morning wanted to find out. How we did over the holidays, and in particular over the busy traveling New Year's
9: uh, weekend. How we do? I'm gonna tell you what. Uh, you know, we're talking about this warm weather. Uh, troopers took advantage of this warm weather over the holiday period, and they they did some some very exceptional work this weekend. Almost fifteen thousand citations uh, wrote over the over the uh, new year's holiday uh, travel period wow. which is 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 a lot 15,000 <laughs> I, I uh g- yes sir yes sir <laughs> i mean they worked it, this this warm weather uh it's not good for getting around the fire or you know snuggling up but i'll tell you it's good for uh, getting out and, and doing traffic enforcement for sure so <laughs> uh 15,000 of those uh, almost doubled up on our duis this Gosh. year uh, did have you know two fatal crashes compared to three last year, but uh, you know we did everything we could to keep those from happening. But man, we're very very proud of the effort our troopers uh, put forward uh, over this holiday period to try to keep everybody safe. Man, guys, the guys and gals went out there and, and really worked hard.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised and and honestly disappointed to hear, Captain, that the. Increase in the number of DUI citations—is that uh, something you guys expected?
9: Well, it's one of those things that, like I said, I've said before in interviews. Weather permits uh, you can get out and do some of these safety checkpoints, and uh, you can get out and make some more traffic stops uh, with with some good weather. They're there. They just and, and plus we had our our days off canceled over the over the period, so we had. Every every enforcement trooper that that worked for the Highway Patrol out working the road. so yeah. a lot of times those numbers reflect reflect the actual manpower uh, that that you're using to do that, and the, and the weather too. Like I said, there was a lot of checkpoints this this weekend, and uh, and it it shows up in these numbers.
3: Wow, well, we were uh, fortunate in that we didn't have some of this really. Uh, serious winter weather that seems to have blanketed uh, the Plains states, the Northeast to some extent, and uh, the upper and lower Plains states. You hear anything from those regions uh, from your your peers as to what happened up there over the weekend?
9: Well, I did notice. Just you know, I kind of check in on social media, and there yeah. was you know looked like a pretty much a, a full full stage uh, weather event up there with them working crashes and and calls to service. We actually, in our top two northern most districts, uh, checked this morning the numbers, we had about 25 uh, weather-related crashes, nothing serious, no fatalities or anything, but it did. It dipped down here in the top of Mississippi, too, and like I said, it was raining yesterday morning, and then it turned into a little bit of sleet, and then it turned to snow, and then it started sticking. And, yeah. you know, we started getting reports of the bridges freezing over and some ice on some roadways in those northern counties. And uh, as a result, you know, we worked, we worked a few accidents.
3: Yeah. It, you know, with the event that we had last year, Captain, uh, I believe that was February, was it not, that we had the, the ice storm that came through and, and really paralyzed a good bit of the state for a few days, Is there anything that that the Highway Patrol sort of took away from that in an effort to maybe prepare for a similar situation this year? Anything different, maybe?
9: Well, as far as what we can do, as far as – because we're pretty reactionary in those, and we try to put out weather weather advisories and try to keep people off the roads the best we can. Uh, But people are going to do what people are going to do. Sometimes we have to shut down highways and stuff, and we don't want to do that. Uh, but this is Mississippi, and we're not accustomed to those kind of northern uh, weather traffic events. Yeah. So sometimes our equipment it, we don't we don't we don't spend a lot of money on we don't have a fleet of snow plows, for instance. Yeah. In Mississippi, because we rarely would use something like that. Uh, but uh, we did the best we could with what we had, and uh, hopefully we won't have a repeat of that this year. But it's just. One of those things that you just – we got—we try to keep people off the roadways the best we can uh, when we have a weather uh, incident like that. But it's just, it's just hard to do. It's just hard to do. Yeah, sure.
3: Is there anything on the horizon that you guys are paying particular uh, close attention to with respect to uh, increasing the volume of traffic or, or anything that traditionally uh, during the next few weeks or a couple of months that you got your eye on?
9: Uh, nothing in particular. Our next uh, holiday travel period, which will be a big, will be a big one for us. Will be in the spring, uh, starting off summer Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, between between now and then, it's just kind of touch and go, and just kind of seeing what happens. Nothing huge planned. I do. Uh, want to say, uh, just looking forward uh to traffic events. So we are in the process now of trying to recruit another cadet school, another trooper school. Sure. So hopefully next year when this runs around, uh we will be have more manpower and be even more prepared. And uh yeah, Cadet Class sixty six we're looking at starting in May. Uh it's gonna be our first uh prior law enforcement school so everybody in this school is going to be a, a prior law enforcement officer we're looking forward to doing that here first time for mississippi they've been doing it in some other states and we've been looking at it and watching it and seeing how they what their turnouts are so we're going to try to give it a give it a try here in mississippi and see uh, what kind of results we can get if someone
3: were interested in in uh joining and signing up for the highway patrol to become a state trooper go through the the cadet school what what are the requirements there captain
9: well, right now it's it's 21 years old. Uh, got to have at least a, a, a high school diploma or GED. Got to be a resident of Mississippi, United States, uh, upon graduation school. And the only other extra uh, requirement that you got to have uh, for this school is going to have to have two years of, of uh, active law enforcement experience, and that's field experience as a as a road deputy or a police officer, uh, field experience. And you got to uh, your academy that you attended. Uh, before you work those departments she has to be a uh, accredited uh, law enforcement academy so your different you. law enforcement academies around the state they are accredited so two years experience and then a, then a certificate from one of those and, that, and that'll get you in and then we're also looking at some out of state stuff as well uh, for some certified uh, officers as well if if, if an officer from out of state wants to come into Mississippi we'll look at and evaluate their uh, accreditation their credentials at their academy and, and weigh those and hopefully get a few of those in as well
3: what's the typical size of a class
9: uh on, on one of these we're not very sure because it's the first time we've ever ever did one okay uh as you know back you know it's just a regular class we usually have around 500 applicants that start in and we usually it's usually narrowed down to a little bit over 100 after the background checks and all the, all the requirements to get in. So we can only start, they tell us we can only start so many. So we have to, we have to work with, with the numbers that we have and the, and the budgeting allowances that we have to be able to be able to hire. Yeah. So that's kind of how that works out. It's, it's based a lot on money. Yeah. Uh, but this one will be interesting because we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. We'd love to have, you know, four or 500 applicants, but we'll just have to see uh, what happens? Our deadline for applications is going to be uh, the twenty first of this month, January twenty one. So maybe getting closer to that day, we can uh, ho- hook back up with the interview and kind of see where we are uh, on that.
3: What's the length of a class? How long?
9: Uh, the length of your typical uh, tip- length of your typical patrol school is around twenty weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, we call this this law enforcement class that we that we're going to do now is going to be. 12 plus or minus, uh, just kind of looking at what the scheduling is. We've also got to take COVID into uh, into, uh, contention here and see Mm -hmm. how that works. But it's going to be around 12 weeks or so. And uh, these guys are already certified uh, with with basic law enforcement. So we're going to use the time there to kind of concentrate on skills that they're going to need to be troopers and and work on those uh, while they're at the patrol school. I got you.
3: Well, Captain, we uh, certainly appreciate you uh, taking some time to join us and give us an update today, and, and uh, really appreciate you talking about the uh, the trooper school. That's important. We need more good folks. You have a happy New Year, sir. Thanks to uh, extend our thanks, please, to all the men and women of the Highway Patrol for keeping us safe and protecting our roadways in Mississippi, and we'll talk soon.
9: Thank you, Gerard. Happy New Year to to y'all, too, and uh, stay warm out there for the next few days.
3: Yes, sir. We'll take a break for some messages here on Middays. We'll come back. we got a lot more to talk about.
5: OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com.
7: You say goodbye and I say hello.
5: With Mercari, your unneeded things can find a new life.
7: Hello, hello
0: easily list and sell
7: I know why you say goodbye and I say hello
0: or discover great finds hello. Buy or sell almost anything
7: You say goodbye and I say hello,
0: Download Mercari on the app stores or at mercari.com Mercari, your marketplace
8: This is a court ordered notice. Current and former Volkswagen and Audi owners or lessees may be eligible to receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to autoairbagsettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's autoairbagsettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. For a
5: flip I'm Kelly
11: Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics says they're seeing a tectonic shift in the drug culture toward more synthetic drugs like fentanyl.
4: One, because the cartels are pushing it due to the fact that it broadens their their profit margin. And um, fentanyl and its analogs are so much more potent and have a greater addictive propensity.
11: Colonel Stephen Maxwell says many illicit drugs are not pharmaceutical grade and are being laced with fentanyl. Or meth. They've been recognized as CMT's next women of country. Chapel Hart will be playing their hometown of Poplarville January 8th. The trio, made died. up of sisters Danica and Devin Hart and their cousin Tree Swindle, will be at the Brownstone Center of the Arts for their Home Is Where the Heart Is show. I'm Kelly Bennett. solutions.
3: Like a little Iron Maiden to get the juices flowing. On this Metal Monday, Super Talk, Mississippi, middays, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. So this Omicron, or as Biden says, Omicron, it's uh I hate to see all these shutdowns and cancellations going on. But that does seem to be the case with cases raging, spreading, Um, was scheduled to attend a a swearing-in ceremony for my friend Judge Kenny Griffiths being sworn in to the Supreme Court of the state of Mississippi, and that was canceled in the Gulf Coast. Legislative reception. Always a good time when they cook up some good coast vittles down there at the Trademark. That was canceled. And I don't think we're going to have the Mississippi Economic Council's Capital Day scheduled for this Thursday. That. We were going to do the show down there. That, too. You know... I hope this isn't the case, I really do, and I pray it's not. My concern, however, is that we're going to kick off the legislative session, and we're going to have a case or two, and we will immediately transition to virtual session. Now. I'm not saying for sure that's gonna happen. Just kind of feels like well that many people gathered up, somebody's gonna be positive, could be totally asymptomatic or with very minor conditions, but out of an abundance of caution, why just shut it down and stay out of that building for some period of time, but you're seeing the. It feels like 2020 a little bit all over again. When it's just kind of kind of a domino effect, one after another, cancel this, cancel that, postpone it, etc. Feels a little bit like that. In the meantime, so we've got uh, we've got the CDC which revised the guidance, talked about that last week, five-day, if you're asymptomatic, five-day quarantine period, if you test positive, but you're asymptomatic, and then five days of rigorous mask wearing, whatever the heck that is. What's what's rigorous? (laughs) I, I have seen some folks, literally, that have it where it's about halfway over their eyes. I mean, like, under the chin, all the way up to halfway over their eyes. Way back on the head. Um, but it's that, still not as bad as the folks
2: that have made moon suits to go hiking. What? Oh, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> It looks like one of those hampers that I had in college where you can kind of twist it and fold it, and it goes into a smaller package, but when you take it out, it <laughs> poofs open. It's like one of those with clear plastic sides. And they've taken the, the top opening and put it over their shoulders so that they have this enclosure over the top of their head. And then they'll have a face mask or a face shield and a face mask. But they're out there on the hiking trail with their hiking <laughs> poles, not letting anything get to them, not even air. Oh, my gosh. Why
3: bother? Why, why do that? I'm, I, can't, I can't process the logic behind that. Especially when you're outdoors on a hiking trail. Yes, agree. The one that really always kind of stuns me is a person in their vehicle by themselves with a mask up, like to their eyes. Is it maybe not so much about protection, but about submission and compliance, almost as if they're holding a sign that identifies their political persuasion. Really, it's gotten to that point. It appears. It it just seems like, yep, I'm showing you that I am of this particular political philosophy. When I've got this mask on, by myself, in my vehicle, or outside, walking. The craziest one is on a motorcycle. Unless they're trying to keep the bugs off their face, instead of a bug shield. Uh, It just seems like it's gotten a little crazy in that regard. But the CDC now is coming out and saying, "Eh, we may have to rethink this five-day quarantine period. For the asymptomatic, who test positive, maybe we need to make sure they test negative. You seen this? This is like over the development over the last couple of days. Like over the yesterday on the news show, Rochelle Walensky and Fauci, they're talking about it. But this possibility of revising the guidelines. Now, see, this is the problem in my view. The guidelines are being constantly revised, but there doesn't, it's like they're revising them not so much to be less onerous and less draconian, but more, oh, I think we got that wrong. We got to change that. We need to rethink that. And that's been the situation to the point where I think the confidence in the CDC by most Americans has been eroded. It's, it's wrong on the masks, they waffle on that, and then the testing, and the non-testing, and I just all of it just seems to just change. And, and they seem to be okay with that. Speaking of highly compliant people who really want to make a political statement more than they do, I, I guess, protect and guard against infection... What about, is it MSNBC or CNN? Where does Nicole Wallace work? Can't remember. But we may have some sound here for you. you got to hear this clip from Nicole Wallace, what she says about her thoughts about Dr. Fauci and masks and compliance with the guidelines. You see that? You got that? Here we go. Yeah, it's MSNBC host. Thank you.
7: Yeah, I mean, Jason, you see how difficult this is for this administration. I mean, I'm a I'm a Fauci groupie. I'm a thrice vaccinated mask adherent. I buy KN95 masks by the, you know, caseload. They're in every pocket. I wear them everywhere except when I sit down. And I am certain that this is not a variant I can outrun. And and I wonder where you think the sort of conversation is heading at this
4: moment,
3: Jason? <laughs> a fauci groupie, a strict mask adherent. She buys K95 masks by the caseload. Well that's where they are. She's hoarding them. Can you comprehend? I got a mask in every pocket. I'm thrice <laughs> thrice vaccinated. <laughs> Is this just nuts? Oh, yeah. It's, it's beyond that at this point. <laughs> and, again, I, that's fine. Knock yourself out there, sweetheart. But it does seem to... It just feels like the way she's stated all, all of those uh, measures that she takes. It's like in your face, in your eye. I'm better. I'm superior to you. I submit, I conform, I comply. I'm a Fauci groupie. No public health official should ever rise to the level of having anybody be their groupie. I mean, you're sick. Totally sick. I think it's stuff like that that makes folks even more obstinate, more intransigent. So get this, Webster's, you know who those guys are, Merriam Webster, (laughs) they now have published the term anti-vaxxer in their dictionary. Now, they changed the definition. Are they medical doctors? Are they scientists? I'm going to tell you what their new definition is when we return after we take a break here on Middays. We appreciate you joining us. We'll be right back.
8: Find new roads.
1: This view was
8: worth
11: a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
0: Yes, I'm ColaGuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk.
7: Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer.
0: Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com.
4: I'm in. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
12: This is the opening Agri-Market Report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March Cotton was up 112 to 113.72. May Cotton was up 100 to 111.49. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 22 and three quarters to 1362 per bushel. May soybeans were up 22 and a quarter to 1371 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was up two and three quarters to 596 per bushel. May corn was up three cents to 598 per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was down 27 to 139.42. April live cattle was down 30. To 144.52. March feeders down 15 to 169.80. April feeders up two cents to 172.77. And if they open the Dow Jones up 81 points, 36,419. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
0: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President
1: Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. This planting season in Mississippi and our
9: farmers are hard at work in our state's biggest industry. That means the roads may see some large, slow-moving farm equipment. It's important that everyone drive slowly, be patient, and stay safe while we feed Mississippi and the world. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and
1: neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org.
9: You can bet
6: the farm on it. I'm a cotton farmer.
7: I'm BASF.
6: I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working.
7: I'm made of agronomics, innovation,
11: and hands that never stop helping. I
7: I believe believe cotton cotton isn't isn't a crop.
6: It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family.
11: Every family.
6: That's why I work harder.
7: Innovate better.
6: To make my cotton as good as it can be.
7: As protected as it can be.
6: I'm a cotton farmer.
7: I'm BASF. We We create create chemistry. chemistry.
3: And a great guess who? No time.
2: Seems like everybody was experimenting with making the weirdest possible noises for <laughs> albums
3: at that point in time, <laughs> and uh, especially to to introduce a tune. There, right? <laughs> no time. Yeah, that's what I feel like sometimes. So, a Lake Superior to State University. I'm going to get to that in a minute. They published their annual Banished Words list. They've been doing that since 1976. But first, anti-vaxxer, as defined by Merriam-Webster, the dictionary folks, a person who opposes the use of vaccines or regulations mandating vaccination. That's how they define an anti-vaxxer. Does that even need to be in the dictionary? I mean, is there value to that?
2: I don't see any value in adding the opposition to regulation to that definition.
3: Correct. That's the first thing that hit me. I'm totally down with you on that. You can support. This is another one of those things where discernment
2: is completely lost on Democrats and liberals.
3: Totally. It's because everything's about... It's why Patton Oswalt
2: had to write a whole letter-length apology on Instagram for taking a selfie with Dave Chappelle. That's exactly right. For having the temerity to take a picture with somebody he's known for over three decades.
3: That's just terrible. So there's no discernment, there's no differentiation... There's you know what isn't that what they say in the medical profession, the differential diagnosis? It, it, the concept applies here to the rest of society and life in general. But you can support vaccines. support is in, okay, I'll get vaccinated. I'm down with it. But I don't want the government telling me I got to. Those two can, coexist within the same mind. It, it's We've talked about it so many times, but it's so true, and it just doesn't seem to be going away. The left seems to double down on it. You can support law enforcement, but be against the tiny, scant few that wear the badge... That abuse it. You can support the military and be opposed to some of the top brass that's gone off on this racism tangent. It's just it's crazy, but it that doesn't seem that 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 coexistence concept. To borrow a word, which you typically see on stickers that are driven on cars, driven by far-left loons. I don't know. Until we get to where we can be rational and reason and discern, I just I don't know where we go. How to do that. So, what about the 2022 banished words list from Lake Superior State University? Here's a few of them. Wait, what? Question mark. No worries. I used that one. I'm bad about that. the heck's wrong with no worries? I don't know. I didn't think that was too bad. Deep dive. I think that's okay. Circle back, Jensaki. <laughs> that's off. That's on the list. Ah, uh, This one I could be okay with expunging from our vernacular. Asking for a friend. That seems to be a little overused. This one is used
2: more humorously than anything nowadays.
3: (laughs) Agreed. This one I found rather shocking to be included in the list. You're on mute. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Why is that banished?
2: I guess people got tired of hearing it on Zoom meetings. I think that's right. How about
3: supply chain... (laughs) That being said, here's one I could do away with, and I'm down for. New normal. There ain't no such thing. (laughs) The one I heard on Wall Street all the time was level set. We got a level set. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's see if I can find another one here. I think I got them all. That being said, that I cover that one, that's also on the banished list. Well, as we end the first hour here on Middays, first Monday, 2022, we got another hour of talk stored up for you. Come back after the break, you got Super Talk News and Fox News.
11: news. I'm Lillian Wu. As storms and staff COVID infections ramp up airline cancellations, some carriers are taking action. If
7: you work at United, if you're a, a pilot, you can get triple pay. If you sign up for any extra flights for the month of January, that is nice. And then spirit, they're offering their flight attendants double pay for the next couple of days. Fox's
11: Lauren Simonetti and, and more than 2,000 flights have been canceled nationwide today so far according to FlightAware. A member of the president's cabinet is recovering from COVID. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin says he is experiencing mild symptoms since being diagnosed with COVID-19 and is quarantining at home. He released a statement saying he plans to attend key meetings virtually in the coming week as much as he can and that Deputy Secretary Kathleen Hicks would represent him in other matters. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, America's listening to Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The legislature convenes tomorrow.
10: The number one thing that the the Mississippi legislature uh, needs to focus on uh, is helping to continue to create an environment which encourages long term capital investment and long term job creation. Governor Tate Reeves
11: says it's an area we're seeing success because we're a state that's remained open despite the pandemic.
10: Every piece of legislation, in my view, that helps push us towards a, a more and stronger stronger, and more viable economy uh, is one that we should focus on.
11: The family of a U.S. Marshal killed in the line of duty in 2015 is feeling blessed. Channing Wells found out over the holidays that Tunnel to Towers was paying off the mortgage on her family home. Her husband, Josie Wells, was shot and killed while trying to arrest a convicted felon wanted for a double homicide. The 27-year-old had served in the Marshal service for years and was assigned to the Southern District office in Mississippi.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us.
11: From his perspective, Lucian Smith, former head of the Mississippi Republican Party, says it's clear President Biden is being handled well. He's sort of a
8: figurehead, right? I mean, he he is, it's like he's the queen of England and people come in and hand him papers that he's supposed to read. And, and you, you've seen him repeatedly at, at press conferences say things like, I'm not supposed to take questions, or they told me not to take questions today. You're the President of the United States. You you can literally launch nuclear weapons with no one else's permission. Nobody gets to say, Mr. President, you can't take questions.
11: The Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks says a mature buck collected in Warren County had tested positive for chronic wasting disease. The buck found four miles north of Vicksburg was reported in mid-December as potentially diseased. Since February of 2018, 111 Chronic Wasting Disease-Positive White-Tailed Deer have been detected across nine counties. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Trustmark Checking fits you to a... T... Use the
7: MyTrustmark app to bank anywhere from your
10: truck to a
3: tent.
7: Make mobile payments at retailers from
3: Tampa to Tacoma.
7: And with new Plus Checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip, ah, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus Checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark, people you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC.
6: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks, 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the Get Holiday Ready sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers.
7: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Thank you so much for joining us on midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Nice and warm in here, a little chilly outside. Hope you're staying warm and safe today. One person who was warm for sure was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez over the holidays. So, While the Democrat Socialist Representative is lecturing Americans about complying with the mask mandates and all the other federal guidelines, and especially the most draconian measures and restrictions imposed of those being in the state of New York. Where is she from? She says, I'm out of here, goes down to Miami, the great state of Florida, where the governor there, Ron DeSantis, he has employed a totally different approach to managing the pandemic, much more one of allowing folks to make their own minds up in a whole lot less rules and guidelines and restrictions and lockdowns and so forth. But AOC, she heads down to Miami, and she was spotted Sunday without a face mask on, yucking it up with actor Billy Porter. Now, she has staunchly supported masks and vaccine mandates since the start of this whole deal. But she was photographed. Imagine that. Why why do these people think they can go anywhere as a public figure and not be recorded, have their image captured in whatever state they are in, if they're in public? And she was eating brunch in a photo, outside and without a face mask. Imagine that. But she's also, she was captured dancing partying with uh who is it is it billy porter is that his name I'm trying to recall actor I believe so and in very close yeah billy porter this was an outdoors drag event at the palace bar and there she is i'm looking at the photos yucking it up and dancing with Billy Porter. No masks on, no one in the photograph. Having a good time. This is just the height of hypocrisy. How can it not be? This is this is why it's difficult if not impossible to get people to take you seriously when you lecture and scold and admonish and in your smug, pompous tone, people don't take you seriously when, like, right after you do that, you go essentially flout those rules, flout what you're encouraging, almost demanding others to do. It's just crazy. But, and I'm looking at more photos of her. Embracing some of the... I guess these are drag queens if this was a drag event. Certainly looks like it to me, but she's just having a big old time. It's disgusting. Then just shut your mouth. Quit telling others to do stuff you yourself will not do. That That is so counterintuitive to what people perceive as a leader. Now, you got to use the, the word very loosely when you refer to her. There is hope, however, Rhino, because recent polls show, I was a little surprised at this. A <laughs> Washington examiner, they reported this story. It was a, it was a Rasmussen poll. I, I found Scott Rasmussen's polling organization to be amongst the most reputable, if not the most reputable. Imagine this, 75% of Americans believe there are only two biological genders. It's just shocking, because we've been told that biological gender is kind of irrelevant. That's what we're lectured on by the from the left. You know, if you think about all the media focus on that all the tropes it's kind of hard to imagine that it's not working that well who are the 25% that think there's more i want to i want to talk to those folks who thinks there's more than two so the reason this is important is because i believe it's something that we've stated many times on the program it's very difficult to achieve consensus in almost any issue if you cannot achieve consensus on something which just should be right out of the chute agreed to, that there are two biological genders. If you're still arguing about that, how in the wide world of sports do you get to anything else? It's crazy to me that we even have to have that discussion. But we do. On the other hand, Recent report of young people, a growing number, favors socialism over capitalism. And I think that's because many of these people have been deliberately miseducated. They just don't understand or they've not been enlightened about the history and truth of the two systems. And I, I gotta tell you, i read read a, a tweet and a and a long uh, I guess thread, Robert Wright, you remember him, he's a little communist, was Bill Clinton's Secretary of Education. And it was about, once again, this focus on CEO pay as a ratio to worker pay. And what astonished me was the number of people in the thread that want the government to step in and manage pay. Now, that is the most egregious, ultimate form of central planning. When folks at the core of government in Washington many of whom have never made a payroll really know nothing about operating a business they would be in charge of determining pay at all levels essentially cuz you couldn't just do it for the CEOs you'd have to you'd have to do it for the the entire lot of employees But it's as if, well, if we just cut their pay, economic bliss will break out. We'll all just be filthy rich if the CEO didn't make all that money. Most of which, of course, is in the form of non-cash assets, stock grants and and options. But that's the impression. And it just gins up. It's incredible, the masses. Yes, the government's got to step in and stop this travesty. They've got to tell the boards of directors how much to pay every employee, from the CEO down to the lowest paid worker in an organization. They just cannot fathom that the market can sort all that out. They can't stand it. I find this to be incredibly disturbing, and I just don't think that these young folks truly understand the the impact, the consequences of central planning and socialism, and don't understand why capitalism, even with its warts, is a far better economic system. Don't understand the history of communism and socialism whatsoever. And I think the folks that are peddling this stuff deliberately avoid having those discussions. <laughs> they want to show what they deem to be, I don't know what the hell they do, but the positive... I guess the positive is, it, at least uh, in the way that they may present it, is that you won't have this CEO to worker disparity. Everybody just sucks. Their lives all suck, and a lot of people died to... To, to propagate the system, to sustain it, they don't think about that. just incredible. We got a greater good video, a greater good. If you got that, Rhino, I think I sent that to you. I hope so. If not, I'll do it on the break. I want you guys to hear that. It kind of ties into this discussion. Stay with us. We'll come right back.
11: 85.
4: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
8: Rogers-Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business. Specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite fleet team today at 866 671 4226 or visit us online at RogersDabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet.
6: Find new roads.
0: we expect our information in real time US Med carries continuous glucose monitors which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels US Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers so call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check as easy as that's 800 730 8405 you could
8: save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive but when we just come out and say it it feels like it falls a bit flat so we're going to tap into human emotion first with some music then in a serious tone I'll say save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive and even though it was about saving money with progressive we'll fade out the music so you know it was poignant Wow powerful stuff Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
6: Hey, it's Richard Frost. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's
0: do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do
3: Everyone, midday Super Talk, Mississippi. All right, so uh, Rhino found this clip we got for you. This is uh, kind of interesting, but for your own good, it sounds so communist to me, right? The greater good. Here we go.
7: We need you to stay in your home for a couple weeks, it's for the greater good. We need you to close your business just for a short time. It's for the greater good. We need you to stay home just a little bit longer than 2 weeks. It's it's for the greater good. We need you to wear this on your face. It's it's for the greater good. We need you to wear two of these on your face. It's for the greater good. We need you to inject this into your body. It's for the greater good. We need you to spend the holidays alone. It's for the greater good. You must inject this into your body if you want to feed your family. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop eating that. It's not good for the environment. It's for the greater good. We
3: need... and we're going to post that on our
2: site. Oh, yeah, if you want to check out the, uh, the, other, the rest of it. There's a whole other minute that just <laughs> keeps getting crazier and crazier. It's on the, uh, the Middays Facebook group.
3: And she's got great facial <laughs> expressions. So Kevin from Baldwin says, let's see if I can, uh, there's so much going on here from Kevin. i got to find out where we are today. He says, uh, play a clip talking about AOC of her doing that so people can understand what you're saying. I I assume he's talking about my statement that AOC is a staunch, staunchly complicit uh, wearer of masks, proponent of all the measures, and has... Virtue signaled, I believe, and once again shown as her political stripes with statements she's made. So, for example, Kevin, back in May, she said, she tweeted, she said she will continue to wear a face mask despite being fully vaccinated because New York City got hit so hard that I think some of us are going to take time adjusting as we feel comfortable. Really? but she headed down to Miami, maskless? Help me out there, Kevin. Help me understand how that is not the most egregious form of hypocrisy. She says, Personally, I'm going to keep wearing my mask in shared indoor public spaces, like elevators, subways, grocery stores, etc. She says, I'll probably continue doing overall from time to time if I feel like I might be coming down with something and don't want to spread it. I think she even said, yeah, also it's a nice accessory when you don't want to do your makeup. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Still doesn't hold a candle to her most asinine comment of 2022, which she snuck in right at the finish line. Which was, which was that Republicans only only hate her because
3: That's they right. can't date her. I can't date her. <laughs> That's totally right. She did say that. Uh, come on, Kevin, get in the real world here, bud. She, are you suggesting that she opposes... All of the government control restrictions, rules, certainly not, because she does. She's a big government central control animal. I mean, she just is. That is her deal. And I think she represents the views of many in her ilk and in the Democrat Party. To a great extent. Government is just superior. Central control and planning, in their view, is superior. To individual liberty. Individual choice. This is what bothers me about these polls that find that young people in this country prefer. Collectivism and central planning and control. What are they scared of? Maybe we've coddled them too much. Maybe we haven't let them fail enough. Maybe that's the problem. And you're seeing more efforts in this country to eliminate grading while we're on that subject. You believe that? That no longer can give D's and F's as an example, they just want, just want to totally eliminate anything that measures performance. And the reason is because it's not equitable, that it, it may result in grading and performance data and performance measurements that, that uh, tend to show disparities across the racial spectrum. Therefore, it's racist. So if you're measuring someone's performance and everybody gets measured the same way, and that produces results that are disproportionate or where there are disparities across races, well then it's racist. So that's the problem with trying to to ascribe racism to every disparity. It's it's not logical. And and I think it's people are weary of it. It's become kind of long in the tooth. They don't they don't buy it. And and rather than really trying to address those issues
2: well it's hard to take it seriously when this is the same group of people that are championing a dude growing his hair out and beating the pants off every girl that swims with him
3: or on the track. Good point. What's equitable about that? Does that not sort of reveal the difficulties there of trying to appease on that basis? It's it's just so that's what we have now is we have essentially a male that's swimming against females and beating the socks at University of Pennsylvania and beating the socks off of them. Heck, in New York, the governor there, you may have seen that, has signed legislation that address, addresses discrimination and racial injustice in one of those... It was even implemented at the city level in New York City by this New York City Health Department where they're suggesting that the minorities should be prioritized in the administration of treatments for COVID. I mean, is that not racist? That's what it sounds to me like. But that's what's being called for. That's when it just goes awry. In my view, so you can be for, I mean, they're essentially tr- practicing racism in dispensing of medical treatment. They say they don't have enough Paxlofit or monoclonal antibody treatments, and white people need not apply. That is the tweet from the New York City Health Department. I just that sounds like blatant racism to me. Non-white race or Hispanic Latino ethnicity should be considered a risk factor as longstanding systemic health and social inequities have contributed to an increased risk of severe illness and death from COVID-19. So minorities are getting sicker and dying at a higher and greater rate because of a history of systemic inequities in dispensing health care? I just ain't buying this. I I mean, somebody help me understand where that's occurring. Like, if, if a minority is in need of medical treatment and medical care, that they're being denied that solely because of their race. I've never encountered a physician that i believe would engage in such racial practices if you guys have let us know i i just i'm not buying it i think this is virtue signaling garbage it's racism besides the fact that it is unconstitutional not to take care about that we're going to pause for a break right here on middays we got more to talk about we got half an hour left and then super talk outdoors stay with us
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 45. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low all the way down to 27. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 55. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 64. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
5: if an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
6: Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea cont- Confidential, explaining every step of the invention process join people just like you who made the call to invent help
4: call 1-800-217-4380 that's 1-800-217-4380 again 1-800-217-4380 people say things change but in
2: Mississippi good things don't change they change everything back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in
8: digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC.
11: The legislature convenes tomorrow.
10: The number one thing that the, the Mississippi legislature uh, needs to focus on uh, is helping to continue to create an environment which encourages long-term capital investment and long-term job creation. Governor Tate
11: Reeves says it's an area we're seeing success because we're a state that's remained open despite the pandemic.
10: Every piece of legislation, in my view, that helps push us towards a, a more and stronger and more viable economy uh, is one that we should focus on. The
11: family of The U.S. Marshal killed in the line of duty in 2015 is feeling blessed. Channing Wells found out over the holidays that Tunnel to Towers was paying off the mortgage on her family home. Her husband, Josie Wells, was shot and killed while trying to arrest a convicted felon wanted for a double homicide. The 27-year-old had served in the marshal service for years and was assigned to the Southern District office in Mississippi. I'm Kelly Bennett.
6: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks. America's best selling trucks 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the Get Holiday Ready sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers.
0: It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and Supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Supertalk Mississippi.
3: Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino coming at you from the Super Talk studios. We hope you're ushering in a healthy, happy, prosperous new year. Do you guys believe in the greater good? Tom in LA asks. Or love thy neighbor maybe? Interesting question, Tom. So, I'm not sure what prompted the question. Let us know. Oh, above that, on the Ceasefire text line, that's 879-4395, area code 601. You don't need a mask when you're alone in your car cruising down the road. You don't need shoes or pants either. But what's the point in taking them off when you'll have to put them on when you get to your destination, says Tom. So, Tom, you're equating shoes, pants, to a mask? Really? The act of putting on and the effort required to put pants on and shoes on? Not to mention, it's. I find it a little, little uncomfortable to drive without pants and shoes and... It would be kind of difficult to put your pants on once you got to your destination and were looking to exit your vehicle.
2: Because it depends on the size of your vehicle.
3: Well, It would
2: be a lot tougher in a Mini.
3: Yeah. But a mask? I mean, you really think that's what the person who's doing that is thinking, Tom? Well, I'm just going to keep my mask on in the car for the next four hours because I know once I get to my destination... I'm gonna put it on. Why are you gonna put it on? You would only put it on where that's a requirement. It's not about believing, he says, how about glasses? So you're equating glasses to to pants? It, no, it's it's silly. It's just, you're you're grasping it's not about whether or not we believe in the greater good. That's never been in question. The question is, what is the best approach to achieve the best outcomes for society? And it's real simple. You either support one where a small group of people under a dome in Washington, D.C., Can affect rules and regulations and policies and laws that serve the greater good better than individuals who exercise their freedom to maximize their God given skills to produce the most for society. And you look no further than this country, which historically it's being called into question now, but historically has been the most free, the most capitalistic through the years, what it has produced for mankind. I'm not going to get canceled for that, Emma. I'm sure someone's panties are in a wad. (laughs) Relative to other countries, there's just no comparison. None! So, let people exercise their freedom. Get government the hell out of the way. I, I just don't understand this infatuation, this love affair with government, this concept, this fallacy that the people in government, the 535, Uh, in the House and the Senate of the United States are superior, somehow, to the 330-plus million who aren't. That's really what you're saying there. That their collective effort, which just paints everybody with this broad brush, which is really what all of these rules and regulations and policies are, without any discernment, without any nuance, that somehow that produces better outcomes. just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Does Tom have a prescription for his mask? Like, is he farsighted or nearsighted? I think that's on the ceasefire text line. That's a good point, where Tom was equating masks to glasses. Agree. By the way, I lost my glasses over the weekend. I can't find them. We've looked at. I even came up here yesterday thinking I maybe left them here. So I got to go get some new ones. I'm fine. I got one eye that sees fine, and one that needs a little correction. It's been that way twenty years, and I, I'm not required to wear them when I'm driving. Uh So Larry and Jackson said, that's my point. Pants and shoes are our culture. They are tempting to change our culture. That's a good point. And it's, you know, honestly, Rhino, the jury's still out somewhat, more than somewhat, within the jury, by jury, I'm referring to the medical and scientific community with respect to the effectiveness of masks and then the different kinds of masks. Pretty much you're seeing more and more come out and say the basic cloth masks don't really do a whole lot right right you see k95s are better but the n95 kn95 is even better uh, some something about the way it conforms and fits on your face but even the doctors say about an hour of that and you're you're done you got to take it off you got to take a break talk to many of them who do wear them for various medical, in various medical environments. So, anyhow, that's, I, and then the the other thing that you just ha, can't ignore is that you look at state like New York, which arguably right now has the most onerous restrictions, and a state like Florida, which has amongst the most lax. They're both experiencing surges right now, most of which seems to be Omicron, that is being documented and reported as the dominant variant, but there's not a great deal of difference in in the respective states' experience. And it seems like we ought to be focused more on not cases, but hospitalizations. That's really where the challenge is. That's the, the risk is if is that we overrun the healthcare care system. But it's even Omicron is infecting the vaccinated. It does appear that vaccinations prevent more serious disease, more more serious conditions, which I think is a good thing. But, and I think by the end of the month, we're on the downhill of this deal. I, honestly, this may in in disguise may be a positive in that a lot of folks get infected, have mild conditions. I know several in the last week I've talked to and I'm thinking they all have omicron because it's yeah, I just had a little scratchy throat, sniffles a couple of days and and uh and that was it. So you know, if that's the case and one achieves herd immunity or immunity, I should say, from that and that puts us on a path to widespread herd immunity. I think that's a good thing. We get on the other side of this thing and and uh, get back to normal. I just hate to see all the cancellations right now. I mean, I understand acting on an abundance of caution. But man, that's just worried about uh, the economic impact. I know businesses and restaurants, et cetera. And not so much here in Mississippi, because we don't really have any that I'm aware of, any any strict measures in place in any of the communities? Maybe I'm missing something, somebody let me know. But I don't, I don't see that really hampering normal business activity, certainly in our state. But the overall economy does rely quite a bit on the more populated areas, and they seem to be taking the more shut-down approach, and that's that's a concern on how that affects all of us from an economic perspective.
2: I think the only thing I've seen in the last week or so dealing with COVID and the economy as far as my neck of the woods and just anecdotal, I did see one restaurant had a sign on the door that said, hey, we had an outbreak, we'll be back this
3: time next week. How about that? Well, and and that is a concern. You're going to have more workers. And I think when we get these 500 million tests out, you're going to have more people that are going to say, I tested positive. And you you just got to wonder, did they really test positive or are they using that as an alibi to stay home? I hope not. I really do. Speaking of which, I did a little research on how someone could make during the pandemic with all the bennies and the stimuli not working. I'll share that figure when we come back. It's astonishing. Stay with us.
7: visit com for a free no obligation estimate
8: what are your 2022 business goals simplified i.t more security Dell Technologies has the expertise to help you, from transforming your digital workspaces to providing comprehensive end-to-end IT solutions. Get high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security and savings up to 45% during Dell's New Year event sale. Get special financing through Dell Financial Services. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at
12: 877-ASK-DELL. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. President Biden will meet this afternoon with farmers and ranchers virtually to talk about challenges facing producers dealing with the nation's meat packers. USDA will highlight its plans to release several hundred million dollars to help expand independent packing capacity and its plans to tighten up enforcement of the Packers and Stockyards Act. President Biden will start 2022, highlighting what the White House sees as unfair market practices by the largest meat packers, and detailing plans to diversify the meatpacking industry while increasing enforcement over antitrust practices. He will meet with family and independent farmers and ranchers this afternoon as the administration rolls out a plan to boost competition and reduce prices in the meat processing industry. The White House points to corporate consolidation that has led to rising prices for. Consumers and lower earnings for farmers and ranchers. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
1: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
5: Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. Thank you so much for joining us. First Monday of 2022, we we bid you a happy and healthy and prosperous New Year. We do indeed. It's always fun starting a new year off, clean the slate, get going. Uh, so I did want to share how much uh, how much during the pandemic. This was this was actually from I think April. Yeah, April 2020 through September 2021, on the c text line, before I share this figure with you, <laughs> please don't tell all these fools how much they can make without working. It's killing us. Just skip the segment, please. I hear you. The good news is, this is all over. For now, at least. But I did an analysis of a family of four with two people not working. You ready for this? Between that's a little more than a year, April 2020 through September 2021, April's when the first bill was uh, signed into law that provided stimulus checks and and extended enhanced unemployment benefits and so forth. Anyhow, it's 109,000 bucks. 82 grand in the form of unemployment insurance. Now that assumes an average across the 50 states of state unemployment in the amount of 387 per month. It's 230 uh, excuse me, week, 387 per week. It's 235 in Mississippi. So this is an average across the nation. So you had a period of enhanced unemployment benefits, four months, I think, of six hundred dollars a week, and then that was cut down to three hundred dollars a week, and that extended uh, through September. The governor of Mississippi and some other states eliminated it in uh, the May, June, July uh, time frames. But anyhow, 81000 bucks, 82000 for a couple, $8,000 in child and dependent care tax credits because they're fully refundable, even if you don't have a tax liability, the government still sends you money, 7200 bucks, assuming you have two kids under the age of six, six or below of uh, child tax credits, and then $11,400 in STEMI checks over that period of time. Adds up $109,000 to not work for that period of time. No wonder we have supply chain problems. No wonder we have 11 million jobs open. I think a lot of folks banked all this and they're extending it out. No wonder we have inflation. Just dump all that money into the economy with nothing being produced in return. Wow. Thomas and Greenwood shared, City of Rolling Fork, Carolyn Fuller, Washington, would she be the mayor, Rhino, Thomas, of the city of Rolling Fork, Mississippi? Does have a mask mandate in place for 60 days due to a high number of people being tested for COVID. But Rhino, how many did you say in the entire county of Sharkey where Rolling Fork resides? Well, the population of
2: Rolling Fork is just north of uh, 2,000, and the population for the entire county is just south of 5,000.
3: 5,000 in the entire county.
2: Wow. And since all this began, they've had a little over 600 cases total.
3: Wow. Alderman. Thomas reports Miss Washington is an alderman. Churches are included. Club closed at midnight, 12 midnight. I guess that's like bar, grill. I would presume. Something like that. City Hall is closed until January 3rd. Okay, that's the day. Wow, interesting. Hmm. So masks are useless if you have a beard. They are even more useless, says Greg from Newton, Mississippi. I, I think there's some utility in the N95 and KN95. I just don't think it's practical. For everybody to be running around in those. I also don't get this idea of we only let you in if you're vaccinated. It seems like we ought to get to a point where, look, you're on your own. You wanna you're vaccinated, you feel comfortable, you feel you're protected, you're unvaccinated, and you think you're untouchable, and you as well are shielded, not worried about it? I'm not I'm not really sure. And because with respect to the ability to contract and transmit virtually the same. And that hasn't that been fairly well established now? Yeah. So I, I don't I don't really get the dis, even making a distinction anymore. Hmm. Capitalism lets the people choose winners and losers. Socialism lets government pick winners and losers. Well said on the ceasefire. Text line so much more to get to folks uh, accumulated a lot over the long holiday. But uh, our day is cut short today because we've got Super Talk Outdoors coming up. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow and have a lot to talk about, including a story I want to share with you about this capitalism thing. I think this is a huge threat to our country. MBA students now, at some schools, are being polled as anti capitalist. Why are you studying business? <laughs> it makes no sense. Until we come back tomorrow, stay safe and God bless everyone.
9: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.